Hey friend, this is going to be an interesting one. I've recorded this episode a few times and I just started telling way too many stories and I, I lost track. What I want to talk about are shortcuts and long games. The hope that we can circumvent the learning and the gaining and the losing that inevitably happens in any experience, let alone business, by buying systems, solutions, advice, time, support. And that if we truly want what we say we want, it is a long game. It is about the journey, not the destination. And there is no shortcut. No one's getting out alive, right? I work with a lot of people who have been quote unquote burned, who have been scammed, who have been fucked over. And by worked with a lot of people, I meant I'm alive living on this earth. And what I've discovered is that most people are so fucking afraid of losing or so tired of losing because they just keep losing and they tell themselves that this is a battle where they are winners and losers. And actually, let me rephrase, where there is a winner and everybody else is a loser and all they are fighting and fighting fucking hard to do is not lose. I know I've talked about that before. I'm getting a little tired of people continually creating the binary. And that means there has to be a winner and a loser. And for the most part, they spend most of their time complaining about all of the reasons why they're not the winner. Maybe I should have done one of my trigger warnings at the beginning of this. This is feeling a little spicier in my third or fourth time. I don't know how many times I've tried to record this. So I'm going to shift gears (laughs) and start with how do we get out of the binary? We realize there is limitless potential. There are endless opportunities. We know that. Because for every one person we want to complain about or compare ourselves to and feel bad about or limiting experience we're using to justify our own current experience, there is more than one winner. There are so many examples of success, including the own evidence you have for your success, my friend. Look back on your life and make a giant list of everything you've overcome, every time you've persevered, every award and and trophy you've ever gotten, even if it was a participation award when you were six years old for your AYSO soccer team. I don't give a shit. What I'm tired of, what I give many shits about, is the long list of reasons you have that everything sucks. Why not make a long list? And this is not a gratitude list. This is an actual list of the actual things that have fucking happened that are good. And even if it's just the sun rose this morning, because I bet you haven't thought about a day where the sun didn't rise, that day would be scary as shit. So yay, when, (laughs) when you're listening to this right now, something's working. The gratitude is the fastest way to get into a place of success, of creation, of hope, of, okay, well, maybe I'll try one more thing. When we are humble and recognize there is a million things happening outside of our control, And instead of investing in anything that is out of our control, why not look at what I can do? And if you're in the binary, you're probably only going to have one option. This is where gratitude is powerful. This is where humility is powerful. 
because we say, I am aware there's more than one option here. And if I don't see it, that's okay. I'm going to do whatever it is I need to do to get to that place. Even that's a shortcut. It's just saying, well, it's black and white. It's either or. It's one or the other. It's win or lose. We've gotten really used to that. There's a sense of immediacy that we've all come to expect, myself absolutely included. Well, this should happen right now. This should be happening faster. This should be dot, dot, dot. I wish it were dot, dot, dot. This is a long game. (laughs) Life, business, success, fulfillment. It takes as long as it takes. Now, there are a lot of people out there right now who are finding all of those things very quickly. So I'm not saying it has to take a long time. By long game, I'm saying there's a bigger picture that is getting created. And if you're lost in the breast strokes, breast, uh, that's not an actual word. It's a cross between breast, as in breast stroke, and brush, as in brush stroke. But the two put together doesn't make any sense. You're welcome. I'm not editing that out. So consciously, respectfully persevere, be humble, as Kendrick Lamar would say. The universe will always provide when you ask it to. And when you ask for what you really want, not what you've been told you want, that's where these shortcuts get really dangerous. Because we think we should be 10Xing it. We think we should be making 10K months. We think we should just be able to quit our day job and start a business and pay all of our bills and meet our savings goals and go on vacation. I mean, maybe. But if that's not happening, it doesn't mean anybody's doing anything wrong or you're getting fucked over or any of the other shit stories you're telling yourself. It just is. So with that... How do we play the long game and how do we stay away from the shortcuts? Firstly, just share your experience. Tune into others' experiences. You're listening to this podcast. You're already on the right path. I mean, for so many different ways. No, I'm just kidding. Share what's going on. Get it out of your head. Speak it into this world. Talk to people. Get the right support. Surround yourself with the mentors. I just recorded another episode where I talk about like, Edit your social media feeds, edit your news feeds, the algorithm, whether it's on the internet or in your real life, you're being shown what you're asking to see. And this is why as you start to grow, as you start to expand, as you start to play the long game and you play by your own rules, you're going to see different teams step up. You're going to see different players because it's going to involve an entirely different roster. Start to feel into the opportunities. Bring something in by saying yes, please, instead of no. And a lot of people I talk to will say, I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do. I don't know how to do this. I don't know what I want. Feel free to make a list of all the things that haven't worked, don't work, and you don't want. Because hot tip, it's the opposite that you're looking for. (laughs) So it's a good place to start. Well, I know I don't want to work for a shitty ass boss anymore. Okay, cool. So that means maybe you want to work for someone cool, or you'd at least like to work with cool people, or maybe you don't want to work for anybody else. That's a long game. Learning how to be your own boss. I had one person, one client who absolutely wanted to start their own business. That was the first year that we worked with each other, was, was mapping out his exit strategy, getting out of corporate, starting his own thing. He started his own thing. 
And I mean, even I had comparisonitis with this guy. Within three months, he had supplemented his corporate income and was working with new and amazing clients and was getting much more into industries that he felt really inspired by. Psilocybin and cannabis. <laughs> but here was the thing. He wasn't that disciplined. And I don't mean that critically. Like he, he really struggled with the freedom of entrepreneurship and being your own boss. So some days he found himself working for 20 hours straight. And then other days he found himself skiing. If he's listening, he's going to LOL. But it was just the lack of structure that was actually really challenging for him. It was like the world is your oyster and he would go get hot dogs. You know what I mean? That was challenging. And then what he realized six months into it is he really, he was really lonely. He actually really wanted a team and he had built out an internal team for his business, but everybody was remote. And this was a very high touch, very personable dude. So we tabled the consulting and he got a job. He went back to work, but he got a dream job. So then we worked on that. Turned out the dream job wasn't exactly what he wanted. And he, you know, he found himself back in some of the, the trappings of corporate, some of the trappings of his own default habits and tendencies, people pleasing, taking on too much, and berating himself and bullying himself when he wasn't getting the results that he wanted. So we worked on that. He quit that job, went back to consulting, and then people whom he had worked for in the past, who were starting something new, who were in an industry that he was incredibly passionate about, and who were willing to work with him in a partnership arrangement, showed up. He called in exactly what he was looking for, but only by process of elimination. That entire process took three years of quitting, starting, quitting that, starting something quitting that, and then starting something new. And don't get, there was a lot of guilt and shame around that as well. Like the classic millennial who can't last more than six to eight months in a thing. There will only ever be one thing that gets you right now. <laughs> That's my new caveat. I used to say to, to all of my rebels and rule breakers that who have started a million different businesses and every time they have a new idea, you can, they can feel their friends and family rolling their eyes that of course they're going to have to start a million different things until they find the one thing. But I also just think that one thing, the idea of that is just, it's like an old timeline. It's an old paradigm. It doesn't exist anymore. Things happen so quickly and change so quickly now that we need to be multidisciplinary and we need to be multi-passionate. We need to be open to the pivot my least favorite and now most used word. <laughs> so it is, it is about saying yes a lot, even to the things that feel weird and uncomfortable because you can say no. <laughs> like if you try it and you don't like it, cool. But if you always wonder, like, would this work out? Not so cool. So getting back to the shortcuts in the long game and the saying no, what fell over? What didn't work? Let that go. It's usually going to be people, process, or even your purpose. Understanding where are we bypassing, the favorite word of the spiritual community, right? Which just means like, what are we ignoring? 
what is the evidence that like this actually isn't working? Because if you love it, if you're passionate about it, that is amazing. Run full speed ahead. But if it is bankrupting you financially, spiritually, personally, physically, it's not worth it. You know, a lot of people think they have to invest everything they've got, financially speaking, into a new business. If that business is spending more than 50% of its income, think about this. As you grow it, so will the expenses grow. The more money you make, the more expensive it gets. That's a never-ending process. That You're spending that money because you're taking shortcuts. You're trying to speed up something you don't know how to manage yet. So work on creating a sustainable equation where you're spending half of what you're making so that the more money you make, the more money you make. It's the profit first equation. If you want more on that, hit me up. Just so happen to be certified, but that's neither here nor there. Definitely a shortcut, getting a certification. You're speeding up your learning. You're working with experts. You're applying the learning in a very tried and tested manner to, to make it quicker, to get the end result faster. Now, does that mean you're an expert when you finish? Absolutely not. That's the long game. You've got to apply the learning. You've got to implement it. You've got to practice it. You've got to prove it, not just to yourself, but the other people that you work with. When we're bypassing, we are afraid. We're afraid it's going to take too long. We're afraid we're not going to get the results we want. We're afraid they're going to laugh at us. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> Sorry, that was Sybil. Just because something happened in the past doesn't mean it has to happen again, right? So that's those are all shortcuts. Trying to avoid all of that is a shortcut. I have jumped around. I went from the music industry to the cannabis industry to coaching to financial consulting and I'm getting into some crazy shit now, guys. I'm testing it. When the results are in and I've practiced, you'll be the first to know. But yeah, people, I was with a friend in Austin who was telling me I should hook up with one of his friends who just moved to Denver. And he said, she burns her life down every two years, just like you. And I was like, oh, I've never really thought about it like that because to me, what it feels like is I'm jumping in head first. I'm exploring something to its fullest. I'm incredibly passionate about it. If it works, if it's expansive, if it's hitting my metrics and targets, I run with it. If it doesn't, if it falls over on its face, if it feels gross, if I end up working with a bunch of people or processes that are yuck or like my purpose changes course, I say no. I guess that looks like burning it down every few years. He was kind enough to follow that with, I mean, don't get me wrong, BC. What you do are what most people spend lifetimes trying to create. You moved overseas, started a business overseas, started a recording studio, started a record label, started touring bands, started managing bands. All of that had to come to a halt. You moved back to the States, started running an art space, started running a nonprofit, started working with bands, started managing bands, you started touring bands. And Yeah, it got to a place that it was so fucking amazing. You were like, cool, I'm done. Purpose changed. So you started in the cannabis industry, selling legal drugs. Didn't feel good. So you changed again. And then you started another business. Now you're working with amazing visionaries and creatives, living your own life, making your own schedule, traveling around the country, doing it your way. Like, yeah, uh, looks like a mess, but 
sounds pretty fucking awesome. So he salvaged the friendship with that last compliment, but (laughs) for a minute there, I felt like a hot mess. It's okay to try again. And it's going to take as long as it takes. And yes, that can take a long time. I am 42. Yes, that is how old I am. And I feel like I'm just getting started. But I also feel like the best is yet to come. So the bigger question is, in this long game, with no shortcuts, can you move in a way that's sustainable? Can you allow for balance? And my friend, can you get help when you need help? Of course, there are plenty of examples out there. I talk about a lot about this. Find the people that you think or the businesses that you think or the the energy that you want to call in, however you want to look at it. But what makes you feel good? What are the top 10 qualities of that? How can you emulate that? How can you build those skills in yourself? And if you feel like you've gotten to a place where you're not growing, call in an expert. Just beware of the shortcut. If you're buying a guarantee, if you're buying a promise, if you're buying an aspirational example, someone appears to be doing what you're doing, just make sure you get the data and evidence and proof, for lack of a better term, that this is going to give you the results that you desire. And also look at the other side of it. What if? What if this doesn't go anywhere? I'm working with a lead gen. I've done it before for the financial consulting firm. And I said to my business partner, if in three months we do not get any leads from this experiment, will you still be okay with how much you want to invest in this? And she said, yes. Okay, we'll test it. Just beware that the thing they're selling, the promise, the guarantee may or may not come to fruition. And more importantly, why are you seeking that guarantee? How can you create the certainty and uncertainty, the comfort and the discomfort and acknowledge your fear for what it is? It's trying to keep you safe. It's trying to help you avoid pain and shame. With those awarenesses, (laughs) that is not a word at all. With uh, that exploration, you're going to make a much more informed decision. Make sure you're making this decision for right now, not what happened, not what might happen, but right now. As you go through this, you'll start to learn what truth feels like for you. You'll start to know what an opportunity feels like for you. Along this path, in this long game, there will be many trials and tribulations, many friends and foes, many uphill battles and downhill sprints. You start to learn when this is a quote unquote growth experience or when this is just a complete fuck up failure. Like you start to know when it's time to course correct, when it's time to tap out, when it's time to go, like to get off the fucking path and take a break. You you have that. No one outside of you can tell you that. Pay attention to that little voice, that that niggling, irritable, ick. Because sometimes it's the next best thing. It's the idea. It's the solution that's going to change everything. And sometimes it's your inner knowing saying, this isn't working stop. It's okay. There is no either or. There is no one or the other. There is no right or wrong. It's a both and. And as you get to know your truth, as you take the invitations, you say yes to the things that feel good, you'll start finding more and more opportunities. There's no such thing as luck. Luck is preparedness meets opportunity. Some of us 
you can't see me, I'm raising my hand, feels like we have to wait a long fucking time for those opportunities to come along. In the interim, there's much to be done in terms of preparedness. This is where I think really investing in mentorship, coaching, learning experts can be really useful. Not I'm investing in this lead gen to provide me with 12 new clients to literally keep my business going or, or we fail, but more so I've got 12 clients and what I'd like is a predictable sales pipeline. I'll hire an expert to teach me how to build out a pipeline for where I'm at in business now and where I want to be in business then. I don't have the resources to support more than 12 clients, but let's figure out how to attract continual client explorations and conversations and pitches and proposals so that when we are ready to scale and we do have the staff and the infrastructure and the process is built out, we can turn that sales pipeline on. Most people wait until they're in crisis, just this is a little off track, but every single person who hires me is already in like meltdown mode. It's really hard to do shit when you're in meltdown mode. Don't wait until meltdown mode. <laughs> It's like the couples that go get relationship counseling when they're like super in love with each other because they're trying to make sure they're ticking all of the boxes. It's actually a great time to get counseling because there's trust, there's shared growth. And when there is a crisis moment, you will have the tools and resources you need to get through. And um, shameless plug, that's why all of my clients did so well over the last 18 months. It's fall of 2021. Everybody that I've worked with, their businesses grew, expanded. Some even exploded, like exploded in a good way. One of my actual businesses is exploding in a bad way, but it has a lot to do with the shortcuts. We wanted to play the long game. We took shortcuts. So why does this all matter? How will this be of service to you? I think it's just a reminder. It's so easy to get sucked into the online sales and the consultants and the gurus and the mentors and the masterminds and the pay for you solutions. And just know sometimes they're going to be exactly what you need. Just beware of the shortcut. Where are you trying to circumvent learning, experience, and growth by buying a guarantee and a promise of success? Because there are no guarantees. And that's the fun of it. It really is. So lean into that oh shit moment of I just took the leap and I'm kind of free falling right now and I'm not sure when I'm going to hit the ground and I'm having a long enough, it's a long enough fall to think about that. This is a long game. Have fun. Play. If you need a break, take a break. If it doesn't feel right, explore that. If it's uncomfortable or painful. Those are two different sensations. Just really start to tune into your own compass, your own knowing, your own guidance, because that's that's how you're going to win it. That's all I got. Oh, yeah. All the things. It's like, do I really need to explain to people how to find me? You're listening to this. You found me. Is it desperate? It doesn't feel desperate. I'm not doing it from a place of desperation. I'm kind of doing it from a like, Shit, if you listen to this, maybe, maybe you want to follow me on Instagram. 
or Pinterest or read my blog posts or join my anti-business school and my fun little community. Apparently nobody wanted to text me. <laughs> I'm probably going to be dissolving the uh, direct connect text community, even though it's my favorite. Doesn't seem to be anybody else's. But that's the thing. Things are changing and evolving so quickly. So who knows? Who knows? I guess you do. That's the whole point. You know everything. <gasps> Love you.